You're listening to Brazen Bookworms, Unrighteous Reading Rebellion, a reform book snob's journey and musings through all things romance. Some language may not be safe for all ears. Frequent use of sarcasm may occur. Hey, bookworms. I am back after a short hiatus last week. Um, I took the week off because I can and because I should. Uh, so last week was just a little bit chaotic. There was a lot going on. Um, and I really just needed to rest. Um, I needed to rest my voice. I needed to rest my mind. Um, I just needed a little bit of time off. So I took it. Um, and hopefully if you were playing catch up, you got a chance to catch up on things. And if you took the opportunity to take the day off, I am super excited that you did that too. So here's to taking time off when we know that we need it uh, and not feeling guilty about taking the time off when we need it because we're allowed to do that. So um, jumping in this week with something that's come up a couple times in um, the last couple of months, actually, I, I see this over and over again, and it, it ebbs and flows, as does everything. And it's people's reaction to social media uh, and which social medias people are active on and why and how they relate to what they do and um, why they're active in them. I am obviously really active in social media, but only certain social medias, uh, well, more than others. I, I don't do Twitter. I, it's just not my thing. I get its purpose, not my thing. Um, I tend to stay closer to Facebook and Instagram because to be quite honest, it's what I know best. Uh, and I think it serves my audience the best, right? But I'm also on TikTok, not as much now as I used to be. And I titled this podcast, The TikTok Time Trap, because it really became that for me. And I want to talk that through a little bit. I know some of you have already expressed that you feel the same way about TikTok, about Facebook, about Instagram, about social media in general of the time trap that it becomes. So let's follow the brain squirrels and see where they lead us on this. Um, I started watching things on TikTok that people would send me or post uh, because they looked funny and because a friend said, oh, you have to watch this. And it really led me down some major rabbit holes of um, various ideas and genres and, and subjects and people and things. And I was finding there were the thirst traps and there were author links and, and book talkers and comedians and it, it's just such a wide range of things on TikTok, uh, and it's visual, which is fantastic for a lot of people. Uh, I'm a very visual person, so it was great for me because um, it was short snippets of visuals that were, I've, I've talked about this before, I am very short attention span theater. That's why I blog instead of write novels. <laughs> um, so my friends out there who keep saying, why don't you write a novel? It's because my brain doesn't focus that way. Uh, I'm, I'm very short attention span theater and TikToks were a, a cute little diversion for me and to sit and watch something. But they would lead me down these massive rabbit holes of uh, one video after another, after another, after another. Um, I found really great ones I loved. I'm still finding great ones that I love, mostly, seriously, because other people find them and share them. And you know that there are certain people that you vibe with that when they post something, it's going to be something that you know you're going to like also because you read the same books, you like the same authors, you have the same sense of humor, whatever it happens to be. If they share something, chances are you're going to like it too. So 
uh, I started spending more time on TikTok as it became more popular and people would send more things. And then I realized that TikTok, <laughs> I'm laughing just thinking about this, TikTok to me is the Pringles of social media. <laughs> so <laughs> let me explain. I, I can't keep Pringles in my house because um, I will go for a couple of Pringles and I, I will eat a couple of them. And before I know it, my hand is stuck in the can and I, I can't get out. And I'm just stuck there forever. <laughs> and TikTok became my Pringles on social media. So, um, and, and don't tell me the little snack things because I, I will, jeez, I will plow through those little snack things of Pringles so fast. I'll go through a box before I even know it because my hand doesn't get stuck in the can and remind me that I need to stop. <laughs> so anyway, that TikTok's my Pringles. Um, and a, a lot of people <laughs> have told me the same thing. So I know I'm not alone. But after watching TikTok and people will be like, oh, well, you spend so many hours on it. Um, you should be on TikTok because it will help you build your following on another a site. So, and I was trying to build uh, a following for my other me social media, Facebook and Instagram, because my goal is to hype authors and books I love. And okay, great. So, if there's another option out there for me to hype the authors I love and the books I love, then I want to take advantage of it, right? Sounds great. Mm -hmm. Yep. Great idea in concept. Um, in theory, in uh, practice, not so much. So anyway, I did try really hard to build a following on there. And I, I'm a research person. So I started asking questions. I started reading articles. Um, I looked up different trends. Um, and there have been a number of them in the book world, everything from the page flips to um, doing certain sounds to now it's the, you know, you're, you're looking at the spine of the book. And somebody is, you know, or I guess it's the opposite end of the spine. It's the page side of a paperback and, and there's words over it. And then you flip it down and it shows the cover. Um, and I spent a lot of time on there and I was making a ton of videos and it was really, really fun until it wasn't because as much as I love promoing different authors and their books, I was spending so much time making videos for TikTok that it was taking away from reading the books I love and writing reviews about the author's books that I love and the authors themselves. And I, I was stressing myself fuck out because I was trying to find the perfect background the perfect song. I, no joke. Before putting together a video, I would message the Stalker Sisters and say, I'm doing a TikTok video for X, it, this author or this book or this trope or this subgenre. Help me find a song. And I, I think after a while, I started to stress them out and, and I apologized for that, guys. You are so helpful. And I, I felt awful because I was spending hours and i mean hours trying to make the perfect 30 to 60 second video to try to hit algorithms that kept changing and i had a little mini breakdown one day because 
I was so stressed out over what I wasn't getting done and I couldn't figure out where all the hell, where the hell all my time was going that I sat down and I, I reverted back to something that I've done as a time management teacher. <laughs> yes. Ladies and gentlemen, I teach time management. And I sat down and I reverted back to one of my time management strategies and I started charting my time where I was spending time. I would clock the beginning of it. I would clock the end of it. I would make a little chart. And at the end of the week, I was looking at where I was spending my time. And I am not even going to tell you how many hours I was spending trying to create those 30 to 60 second videos for TikTok. And I get that it was um, a way for me to be on other sites as well, because yes, I would make the videos for TikTok and then I would post it on Instagram and Facebook. So it was hitting three platforms, which is great. It was still spending way too much time and causing me way too much stress for what it was accomplishing. And it was a wake-up call for me, y'all. It was a serious, serious wake-up call. If you've never tracked your time, um, I, I highly suggest that you do because it can be a serious eye-opener about where you're spending your time. Um, there's a number of reasons I encourage people when I work with people to track their time. And let's, okay, here we go. Here's the squirrel brain. Here's the little detour. It's a nifty tool. It's an eye opener, but it can really be truly helpful. So here's the three things I usually try to get out of my time trackers when I do them. And this is why it was helpful for me with my dilemma over TikTok. And let's just be clear. The dilemma that I was having over TikTok was, is the time that I'm spending creating the content worth the stress I'm creating about not getting other things done? The dilemma was not, is the content I'm creating getting the hits I want? The dilemma was not, is the content I'm creating going to take me viral? I really didn't care about that. The dilemma I had was, is the content I'm creating worth the stress over the things I'm not doing? And for me, that's two very different things. So let's break that down a little bit. For me, for one, okay, the tracking your time, one, it can remind you that you maybe are using your time wisely. Sometimes we get in our heads and we keep thinking that we're never doing enough. Um, in fact, I had a friend this morning who posted a question about how do you know when you're doing enough? How do you know if what you're doing is really making a difference? In fact, her actual question was, when you feel like you're just not doing a good enough job, how do you convince yourself that you are? And that hit really powerfully for me because what I said was, if someone else was doing the same things you are, would you think that they're doing enough? And nine times out of 10, when we look at what we're doing on our time charts, when we track our time, 
And we say, if someone else gave this to me and said, am I doing a good enough job? Am I doing enough? You'd look at that chart and say, um, honey, you're doing too much. Not only are you doing enough, you're doing a bang up job at all the things you're doing, but dude, give yourself some grace because damn, you are doing a lot. You're doing more than you're giving yourself credit for. So you need to be able to, when you're looking at your time and you're looking at your time chart, say, not only am I doing enough, but I'm not giving myself credit for what I am actually doing. So the time chart can be a great reminder that you are using your time wisely. Now, it can also be a great visual for you to be able to find the things you need to cut down on. That's not saying that you weren't using your time wisely and that all you do is waste time. It's just like it was for me. Oh, did you hear the nails clicking on the floor? I'm talking. So of course, here comes her majesty. Hi, Mags. So if you are, okay, let me get back on track. I got distracted by my own dog. Maybe I should put that on my time tracker. <laughs> I am spent getting distracted by the dog. Anyway, um, if you're looking at your time tracker and saying, wow, I'm spending, I'm spending, wow, I'm spending a lot more time doing this than I thought I was. And maybe that's not the best use of my time day after day after day. A once in a while thing. Absolutely. But for me, when I looked at it, I was able to look at that time tracker and say, yeah, this is too much time. This is time I could be spending reading. This is time, of course, she's going to drink her water right now while I'm talking. This is time that I could be spending reading. This is time I could be spending writing a new blog post. It's time I could be spending writing a review. Um, it's time I could be spending uh, taking a walk or doing yoga or knitting or just, you know what, sitting with my eyes closed, getting my brain back together to go on to whatever my next task is going to be. Um, it could be my reminder to switch the laundry over, which by the way, go check your laundry. <laughs> I just remembered I have towels in the laundry. I'm going to go do that in a minute. But anyway, it could be that reminder that your time, while well spent, might be better spent elsewhere, or you may need to just keep track of that and not put so much pressure on yourself to do something that's not bringing you the joy that that much time out of your life should be bringing you. And that's what TikTok became for me. So the time trap for me was no longer all of the videos I was watching. It was all of the videos I was trying to create that I was pushing myself to create content that wasn't joyful for me anymore. It didn't have the same attraction, the same draw, the same allure as when it first started. It was fun and then it wasn't. And that time tracker helped me realize that. So I still post a bit on there, but now I'm using it a lot more as a tool to create reels and videos to post on other platforms, which I was doing before. That's dwindling but I'm focusing on more solid, relevant content rather than trying to manufacture content for the sake of having content to sway those algorithms that kept changing because it became overwhelming. And then I started paying attention to, okay, I'm not spending so much time creating for TikTok. Um, so I was spending more time watching it 
um, falling down more and more rabbit holes. And I found that some of it became really toxic. Um, and I really have to pay attention to what I'm watching and just how deeply I'm willing to go down certain rabbit holes and just how much credit I'm willing to give to certain things I'm watching as far as how they re how I react to them and how they manufacture. No, how they, that's not the word I'm looking for, how they, um, well, maybe it is how they create opinions I have towards other things. So I guess that's manufacturing in a way, um, what I think about other things, but it's, it's that, um, exposure to things and how it tends to sway my feeling towards things. And sometimes it's a good thing. I will readily admit sometimes I, I have learned a lot. Um, and my, my outlook on certain things has changed based on what I've seen, but I need to keep my mental health in mind when I'm watching content creators and how they approach things that they talk about and where they get their information from and what their intent is, I guess is a big part for me. Um, what's the intent of the creator? Why are they on TikTok? And why are they posting this specific content? What's the intent? Um, so a lot of times when I find a creator on TikTok, I really, really vibe with that I really like and I really gel with. I look for their other platforms um, to see, you know, why are they, especially on BookTok, why are they on BookTok? Um, are they on there to promote the authors that they love? Are they on there to promote um, social elements of the things that they love? Uh, or are they on there? I oh God, I hate to say this because I really don't like to be negative, but uh, there's a lot of bashing that goes on and it's, it's dangerous and it's troubling. And I have to be very careful about falling into that trap of uh, the negativity spiral because the negative, the negativity spiral for me is what's really dangerous. Um, and I'm not talking about problematic content or problematic people. I'm just, I'm talking about the general sense of we can all be pulled into negativity spirals of not liking something that someone else didn't like just because they didn't like it. Um, I'm very much a, um, you do you person. We've, we've talked about that before. And I know that not every author, not every trope, not every character, not every subgenre is for every other person, but getting pulled into the negativity spiral of, I like this person and they didn't like this and therefore I'm not going to like it on face value because they didn't, can be just as dangerous as the adoration spiral of, I like this person and they liked it, therefore I'm going to like it even though I don't know anything about it. So I have to be really careful about... um when I find someone doing some vetting, I guess, uh, doing some research and finding out what other platforms they're on and, you know, really making sure that before I, oh, <laughs> let's pause for a second while we figure out why Maggie's out having a, a what she's barking at. Okay. So apparently um, older spawn came downstairs and Maggie had to announce her presence. So <laughs> I'm glad I paused for that. That was fun. Oh, getting back to what we're talking about. Um, 
what were we talking about? Right. Um, the whole adoration and, and thing and the spirals and the negativity spirals. Anyway, I guess my point on that is, um, it's not only important just to gauge your time. So, you know, it's great to have a time tracker and to gauge your time on what you're watching. Yeah. What you're watching, what you're listening to also can be relevant. Um, which is why I try to keep these to other 30 minutes except for book club, but also what you're watching and how it starts to affect you. Because for me, when I find I'm starting to get into that negativity spiral um, and I start to get angry and, and frustrated and upset, I that's a big clue for me to step back because nothing good is going to come from me getting angry and frustrated and aggravated over a 30 to 60 second video um, when I can just stop and move away. Um, I really try to keep my content really positive because, damn it, there's enough out there for us to focus on that's negative. Um, so I, I choose intentionally to focus on the positive. That doesn't mean you're not going to get real from me. Uh, I will post when things are not going well for me uh, because one, I don't want you guys to feel that you're not that you're alone when things are not going well for you. Um, I see you. That's why I took the break last week. Um, because those mini breakdowns are, are little hints of, dude, step back a little bit. Uh, give yourself some grace and some space and come back stronger because it, a mental health aspect of it's really important. So um, I do try to keep my posts positive and I do try to keep my blogs and my reviews are positive because we have enough of the negative from the other sources. I want you to come to me for the positive, uh, but also I want you to share uh, when things are rough. I know a lot of you message me and I'm, I'm always grateful that you take the time to message me and say, Hey, things are rough and I just need to chat because that shows me that you're reaching out. Um, you can always reach out to me. Always, always, always here um, via private message DM. Um, email if if you need to talk to someone and you don't want to blast your business all over Facebook because I try not to do that um, message me I'm here so if you find yourself in a negativity spiral uh, and you just need to chat it out talk it out um, you can come to me anytime you want to all right so that being said um, I want to share some of the things I've found on TikTok that have brought me positive vibes uh, that I find worth watching. I'm not even going to say that I don't fall down the time trap um, <laughs> because I, I do. I fall down the rabbit holes of watching, but not as much for making them anymore. So maybe now I need to work on the watching. Anyway, okay. Some of my favorite things on TikTok are not even book related. <laughs> so let's talk about that. And then we'll come back around and we'll spiral back around to the book related stuff. Um, so I, I love, if you haven't found him yet, Mr. Williams pre-K, he's a pre-K teacher. He is absolutely hilarious, but he's really also very socially conscious. And he expresses things in a way that will really make you think, um, that will make you appreciate what he goes through. I'm going to use the word adorable because he is, he's adorable. He's way younger than me. And I can say that, um, but he absolutely is amazing. And I love his TikToks. 
uh, Mr. Williams Pre-K. So look him up. He's great. Um, there is a creator whose name, oh, I'm going to hope I'm going to say this right. It's Mamadou Njai. Um, his creator, um, it's M-N-D-I-A-Y-E underscore 97. He kind of bills himself as the internet zoologist, and I'm going to go with that because it's so accurate. He has awesome videos about animals. He's got this fantastic presence. He's got incredible delivery. The info he shares, it's accurate. It's interesting. It's hilarious. He's got some sarcasm and some snark that I absolutely resonate with. I wish he was around when I was teaching zoology and marine biology because I would start every single one of my classes with one of his videos. <laughs> he is fantastic. So um, if you're not already following him, go ahead and follow him on TikTok. He's great. Um, his language is not always clean. I will tell you it's not, um, which doesn't matter to me because my language isn't always clean. Uh, but his videos are incredible. So go follow him. Give him some support. He's great. Um, Tactical canine family. Y'all know I love my dogs. Love, love, love my dogs. Um, this is, he's a dog trainer. Uh, he trains that most of his videos are with his Malinois. So awesome. Precision, just phenomenal. If you like dogs, you like watching dogs do incredible things, um, go find them. They're on Instagram. They're on TikTok. Tactical canine family. Um, thirst traps. I, yeah, I love them. I find them. I watch them. I follow them. Um, if you really want all of them, you've got to message me. Or if you comment on one of the um, Facebook or Instagram um, posts for this episode, I'll share some with you. But two of my absolute favorites are Caesar Smith and Will Perfit. They, they are strippers from Australia. They're part of the Magic Men team. They are awesome. Um, one, okay, I'm going to use the word adorable again. They're hot. I'm not going to catch that. They're hot. Um, Will is, they're really young. God, oh, Cougar Town's back. Anyway, they are awesome. What I love about them is that they're fun to watch. Their content is interesting. Um, Caesar's really inspirational, y'all. If you find some of his videos on Instagram, um, he's just, um, his language is great. He he talks about being yourself and, and finding joy in what you do. Um, his accent, I could listen to all freaking day. Anyway, he's awesome. Um, and the next one is, I'm going to bring it around to books. Okay, ready? Here we go. Here's the tie-in to book talk. Ian Brownhill. If you don't follow Ian, I found him because he's on the cover of two of Sarah Bale's books. He's on the cover of Captive and Hooked. He's hot. He's adorable. He's hilarious. Um, his Duncan videos and his New England videos are awesome. His dog is freaking adorable. Um, he's got this puppy that's just so cute. Um, and his eyes are mesmerizing. So yeah, you can get, I can, caught in those eyes all day long. He's also just a seriously awesome guy. Um, he, uh, <laughs> I've tagged him and he's commented. It's so great. Getting that kind of feedback is, is awesome. Uh, so look up Ian Brownhill. He's just a great guy all around. Awesome model, awesome content, awesome guy. Um, so some of my other favorite bookish stuff, I'm coming up on 30 minutes already. Damn y'all. Um, Golden Angel. She's an author. 
She has really fun videos. She's also adorable. Uh, and her video series called Just the Tip is great. If you're a new author or a, even an established author and you're looking for information on how to do things, um, take your books wide off of Amazon, Succeed in KU, Market, Anthologies. She has got phenomenal information in her TikTok about how you can do all the things. Um, she also promos her books, which are great. She does fun videos. So look up Golden Angel. She's amazing. Um, Jamie Albright is another author I absolutely love to watch. Her videos are quick and short and fun, and I absolutely adore her. Um, and another one that's bookish is Boobies and Newbies podcast. Um, Kelly, she has just great content. Um, and she does everything from promoing her podcast to talking about books she likes to um, social content, um, social awareness content. She's hilarious uh, and she's adorable too. Keep using that word. Everybody I watch is so young uh, compared to me. But um, she's got, she keeps me updated on the latest stuff that's going on. If something's out there happening in the book world, I can ping on boobies and newbies and get the update and the real skinny and know what's going on. It's relevant and irrelevant and irreverent book, book stuff, bookish stuff, but it's just, it's a little bit of everything. So she's another one, boobies and newbies, um, follow her. She's on Instagram also. And her podcast is fantastic. Um, she's on YouTube as well. So bringing it back around, here we go. As you know, very much a, you do you person. I am. If TikTok's your trend, if it's your happy place, I love it. Um, if you feel like TikTok is getting overwhelming, I'm going to encourage you to do that little time chart like I did. Um, there are definitely people making bank on TikTok. So support them if you love them, help them do what they're doing. Um, and if that's you and I'm following you, I'm so glad that you're there and I can follow you and support you. It's important for me to, for people to find their niche, niche niche anyway, and, and do what works for them. So if you are making a living on TikTok and that's working for you, I am incredibly proud of you for doing that. I am incredibly proud of you for um, taking the chance and investing the time and the effort and the money because it does take money to do really well on there to do what you're doing. I think it's incredible. Um, if you're just on there to fall down rabbit holes and get lost from reality in a little while for a little while in TikTok, I am going to applaud you for taking that step. Oh, Maggie, enough with the drinking water in my ear. Sorry, guys. Thirsty dog this morning. <laughs> Thirst traps. <laughs> Thirsty dog. Anyway, God, that's going to go so badly. Um, if that's you and, and you use TikTok as your escape from reality, I love it. If you find it's too much and you back off, I applaud you for that too. Um, because we all have to find our happy. I am not going to yuck someone else's yum. I am not going to um, dim someone else's sparkle. Um, I want everybody to succeed in the things that make them happy. But I also want you to recognize that if it's not working for you anymore, it's okay to step back and say, it's not working for me anymore. And you're not going to be judged by that on that by me ever. <sighs> so. I don't know. I like to say sometimes maybe I'm just too old for this shit. And sometimes it's just, maybe I'm old enough 
to understand what my realities and my boundaries are um, and what my limits are. And creating content every day on TikTok is a hard limit for me right now. So that, bookworms, is it for me for today. I'm really glad that you've decided to pop in and join me on this latest adventure in podcasting. I sincerely hope you'll pop into the comments on this episode on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, come check out the Discord server. We can have a conversation there too. Um, and let me know your thoughts and feelings. Um, you'll find me on Instagram and Facebook as Brazen Bookworm, um, Discord as well, and TikTok as Brazen Bookworm. Remember, it's B-R-A-Y-Z-E-N-B-O-O-K-W-Y-R-M. Think Y as in weird, W-Y-R-D. Uh, and, and join me. And if you don't feel comfortable commenting, message me anytime. I promise I will not judge you on messaging me and not commenting. I will not judge you on messaging me when you need um, a source to vent to. I'm here for that. Uh, please come to me to vent rather than holding it all in. I'd rather you come to me to vent rather than holding it all in because when we hold it all in, we finally get the explosion level. It's generally usually not pretty. So pop into my messages if you need to. Um, you can also hop over to direct me. It's direct.me slash brazen bookworm blog. B-R-A-Y-Z-E-N-B-O-O-K-W-Y-R-M-B-L-O-G. And that will give you the links to everything. So for today, for this week, that's it for me. Thanks again for joining me. And I can't wait to connect with y'all again soon.